take everything you've learned this week and let's make it practical. Are you ready? Let's go in three, two, one. This is the first episode of 321, and we are so excited about this episode. Me and Chloe were together a week or two ago, and we were having dinner, and we had this idea of how can we make the podcast even more practical. And we want this to be a communal experience that you actually come to and go out from, and your life changes. That is our greatest prayer. I see this as one of the best discipleship tools that I use to help you grow. Those of you that have been with me for season after season, for a couple years now, you know that over time, as we process and journey together through different subjects that we encounter in life, that you're growing. And that's what you tell us. It's so encouraging to me. And so We want this to actually be super, super helpful. And this episode, 321, is going to be handles that you can walk away with for the weekend and actually use, put to use. So what we're going to do in every episode, we're going to give you three questions to ask yourself. and, And ideally, you'll do it in a small group. You'll ask each other these questions, two verses to dig deeper, and one challenge, one thing you can go away from this podcast and do. So here we go. Three questions to ask. How has social media played a role in the loneliness that you feel? And what these questions are meant to do is to make you think and apply these things in a deeper way. Next question. What spiraling thoughts stand in the way of you building deep community like this? And number three, how have people made up the best parts of your life and also the worst? And if you're not processing this with a few friends, I encourage you to get a journal to write these questions down. We'll have them in the show notes for you as well. To write these questions down and to journal each of these things. But then you've got to share it with somebody. You've got to share the answers to these questions with somebody. Next, the two verses to dig deeper. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And this verse specifically, what I want you to take away from this verse in regards to our week that we've processed together, the realities we're up against. We could be afraid. We could stand and look at how daunting it feels because of conflict or how daunting it feels because of the culture that we live in and how much this is not valued. It could feel daunting because you face rejection and you've already been through it and you don't want to go through it again. It could be daunting because you know that this might take a lot of work and you're tired. It could be daunting because you are dealing with shame and and regret and you don't know how to bring all that into a friendship when you're already feeling like you're unhealthy and how could you be a good friend to someone else? There's probably hundreds of reasons this could feel daunting. But what scripture tells us is that God did not give us a spirit of fear. <laughs> and, and I'm going to get real charismatic here and say that I believe there are demonic spirits that are on assignment in your life. If you are walking with God and want to make a difference in the world, then there is assignment from the devil. And that's not to scare you. It's just a reality. And it's clear throughout scripture that there are dark cosmic forces, Ephesians says, that are wanting to kill, steal, and destroy from you. That's our reality as believers. And one of those spirits is a spirit of fear. And we see it everywhere right now. It is like it has been unleashed on the earth, a spirit of fear. 
And we are paralyzed in our fear and we are stuck in our fear and we are coping with our fear. We're not fighting it. It's taking us out. It's sidelining most of the church because we're so exhausted by it because we don't know how to fight it. And yet what 2 Timothy says is that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, that he has given us a spirit of dominion, of power, of love, and of self-control. Another version says self-discipline. That, that we, What he's saying is you are empowered with all you need to fight a spirit of fear that is coming against you because you have power from the Holy Spirit inside of you if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. Because you have the love of God that has healed you and that you are called to ambassador with to the world, to give away the love of God. And then lastly, you have a spirit of self-control, of power, love, and self-control. That self-control part means that we have volition. <laughs> we have a choice. Reminds me of Get Out of Your Head. This was a huge verse that was helpful to me in living out that project and writing that book. Because the idea that we are just subject to the circumstances and the feelings and the thoughts and the fears that, that we all feel, it's so defeating. But God's like, hey, you don't, you're not subject to all that. You have the dominion of God inside of you. <laughs> you actually get to go give that away, to pray that into being because I am more powerful than the enemy. That's what God says. So we get to work with the authority and the dominion that God has given us as ambassadors of his, right, in the world. That's the dominion and the power that we work out of. And part of that dominion and power he's given us is power over our own selves, <laughs> that he's given us freedom from sin, Romans talks about, and the ability to not be slaves to fear, but to be slaves to righteousness. And what that means is that no longer do we get stuck in our flesh and our sin and our fear, but we are able to, because of our volition and the power of God inside of us, to actually choose better, to choose rightly. And so the fact that we're stacked against us is all of this darkness. We actually can fight through it because of the power that God's given us, the love that he's given us, and the self-discipline that he's given us. And we can say, we can fight this. We can fight the loneliness that we see everywhere. We can fight it. And we can see change in our life and in our, in our people's lives because we are believing that truth, that we're not just stuck in a corner in our robe alone, we actually can get up, get dressed, and invite a few people to hang out this weekend. You can do that. It's in your power. It is in your self-disciplined power. Now, I just literally challenged you as if it was a diet or to work out or something that was hard to hang out with people. But guys, that's how it feels right now. <laughs> but we need to also remember, this is fun. Like having your people, I know it's scary, I know it's hard, but it's also delightful. So I am not calling you to diet. I am not calling you to work out. I am not calling you to kill some sin in your life. I'm calling you to hang out with some people <laughs> this weekend. Romans 13, 11 through 14. I'm gonna read this in the message because I love it. This is the second verse that I want you to dig in deeper to this weekend. But make sure that you don't get so absorbed and exhausted in taking care of all your day-to-day, -day, I love the message, so casual, in taking care of all your day-to-day -day obligations that you lose track of the time and doze off, oblivious to God. The night is about over. Dawn is about to break. Be up and awake to what God is doing. God is putting the finishing touches on the salvation work he began when we first believed. We can't afford to waste a minute and we must not squander these precious daylight hours in frivolity 
and indulgence, and sleeping around and dissipation, and bickering and grabbing everything in sight. Get out of bed and get dressed. Don't loiter and linger, waiting until the very last minute. Dress yourselves in Christ and be up and about. I love the message because I, you know, it's not the main version I read, but when I read it, I'm like, ah, it's just such a different perspective on verses that are familiar to me. And these verses, what they're saying is don't waste your life. Stop, stop. Like you can get up, you can get dressed. I know some of you feel like this is too hard. And I'm here to say, this is the life that God built for you. Don't miss it. Don't loiter. Don't wait. Don't waste time. Get up. Get out. (laughs) Invite people. Risk this because it is worth it. Hey guys, have you downloaded the Dwell app yet? The Dwell app is an audio Bible app that Jenny and I use all the time. One of their newer features that is awesome for if you want to memorize a passage of scripture is called the Dwell mode. You can have a verse or a passage repeat itself. It can go slow, so you can listen to it closely over and over. And guys, what a better way to go into the summer than to commit to memorizing scripture. And the Dwell app is a tool that we cannot recommend enough, and we know you guys will love it. So go to dwellapp.io slash made for this to get 10% off a yearly subscription or 33% off Dwell for Life. That's dwellapp.io slash made for this. And you can download the app today. Here's the challenge. Call four people this week and ask them to go on this journey with you. Be vulnerable and share that you want to go deeper in your friendships and then make a plan to meet each week. Guys, I know this is scary. All the things I open this episode with are true. And many, many, many other issues of why this is hard. I know. And I've had to do it too. And I know it's easy to think if you haven't read the book, you don't know how hard this is for me. It's hard for me because I sound outgoing and I sound all extroverted and I sound all positive and sunshiny about this. But guys, this has been very, very hard for me. So I don't ask lightly what I'm saying. I don't think this is easy. I don't think, I think it's called a challenge for a reason. This is hard. But I know that if you do this, if you invite a few people to go on this journey with you, I promise you, if you stay with it and don't give up and keep inviting if people reject you and and expect rejection, but you keep inviting and you keep initiating, I promise you, you'll look up a few months from now, a year from now, you will have your people. You will. So right now, we're just asking you to take a chance on four, four people. What are those names? Who are they? Scroll your phone. Look at, look at who you can invite and ask God, pray. Say, God, who do you want me to include in this? Four friends, four strangers, four acquaintances. Invite them in. Let me hold your hand for the next few weeks and help you do this. Let me start the conversations that, that might feel awkward. Let me put the subject before you and your people of what this should look like, and y'all figure it out together. That is how everything changes. If you listen to this whole season, if you read this book by yourself, a few weeks from now, a few months from now, you're going to gather your people and you're going to want to do it with them anyway. (laughs) Because this will change you. This will convict you. You're going to want this in your life if you go with us. So go ahead. Take the risk now and invite them in now. So you don't have to do this again in a few weeks or months. Go ahead and invite them now. Gather your people. Plan a time once a week to meet, to listen to this. Read a chapter a week. It's so simple. 
Download the guide that we created for you. We made it where you barely have to think. This is all you have to do. This is the challenging part, I know, but you gotta invite four people to do it with you. Maybe it's a few more, maybe it's a few less, but do not do this alone. Hey, if you are following along, you need to know that we are in the middle of reading the book together and this is still week one. So it is not too late to join us. Go right now, order the book. You can order anywhere books are sold, including Amazon. And number two, download the book club guide. You can invite some of your friends together, read the book chapter by chapter for the next 12 weeks. And of course you can go back and catch up and listen. So don't be afraid to tell your people, hey, we're gonna do this together and we'll provide everything you need. So go to jennyallen.com, J-E-N-N-I-E-A-L-L-E-N.com and download the book club guide and go ahead and get the book and gather your friends.